So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Read and Entertainment Podcast, episode 140 for what the date today? March 16th? No, March 18th, 18th. 2018. That's it. It's the 18th, not the not the 16th. My name is Nathan Reinspruth, and as you heard, I am joined today by the one and only Connor, the cyberpunk monk Besh. I neither watch anime nor play League, so maybe I'm in the wrong podcast. What? But I don't play League, uh, and I and I. I watch a little bit of anime, but I'm not super I, into I got, it. I got nothing against it, but it's also not my medium of choice, yeah. I guess. And you don't like Persona for some reason. Not a big fan of Persona, no. Speaking of which, I played Persona 5 this week, as Connor uh, has mentioned that he thinks it's a bad game. It's a bad game. It's a, a good, good game. game. It's a good game. Bad game. Good. I, I'm not going to say it's a bad game, because I don't honestly think it's a bad game. I think it's a game I don't like. Yeah. I acknowledge a difference. That makes sense. And then uh, I also played some Splatoon 2, which is pretty fun. I, I enjoy it quite a bit because it's a little bit different than a lot of uh, first-person shooters or third-person shooters where there's a different objective as opposed to just killing people. You still kill people, but you also have to make sure that you strategize and try to paint as much as possible instead of just killing people. Uh, and then I also played some Puyo Puyo Tetris. Because it is released on Steam now for $20, and it's it's all right. It's not the greatest game. I'm not very good at the Puyo Puyo part, but I am good at the Tetris part. So not as good as, you know, some people who can score hundreds of thousands of points in a matter of seconds, but I'm pretty good. What games we have you played it, this Nathan, week? You're a disappointment. I know I'm a disappointment. I... What games have you played, Connor? I haven't been playing much of any video games lately. It's been kind of a bummer, actually. Why? Uh, it's just, it's just a bit busy. Life sucks, man. Tight, Titanfall. Stuff to do. You played Titanfall. I, I played Titanfall literally before we got on the podcast. So the reason we're recording late is because I was on a hot streak and I didn't want to stop until about, the game was over. What about uh, when you go to on your bus trips? On my bus tra- the uh, train? Train, train, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's about the only game I've been doing. Uh, I've been playing a little bit more Persona 5 again, which is wait, to wait, say wait, that... Wait, 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 what? Disguise 5. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. You were talking about Persona earlier. I was so confused. I hate that <laughs> game. I've been playing it for 372 hours. <laughs> Disguise 5, which is to say that I've been continuing to neglect the story and diving ever deeper into an item world. Oh, good. Uh, But... That's I don't know I I'm not, I don't feel like I'm making any progress in that game I'm just using it to kill time, which is yeah. sort of what I'm still doing in Mario Odyssey. I have all the stars, I have all the items, but Balloon World's kind of fun, I guess. That's and okay. You, and you have all the items though. Yeah, I uh, with the help of Balloon World, which gives you so many coins. They it does it does give you a ton of items. coins. I think my friend got like two thousand coins in like an hour or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. The more you play it, the more you get too. Yeah. But so I, I've caught all of the carrots that could dangle in front of me. I don't know why I would continue playing it, I guess. I'm well, sure they'll have DLC. It's oh look, it's it's uh it's a new planet in a new galaxy you could go to. You're on a ship. Yeah, you should play Splatoon two with me. 
I don't own Splatoon 2, and I've you never should... played Splatoon 1. Uh, yes, I, I am aware of that, but I'm sure you'll get the storyline. You're a kid, and you're a squid. And you're a squid. Yeah, that's, and that's I, it. I got that part already. That's the, that's the only bit of story that's in there. Uh, I went back to Skyrim. Uh, I finished up some stuff in Solstheim, but I'm level 92. Most of my stuff has already uh, been legendary and 100 again. I usually, I'm just playing this to kill time. Yeah, I, I usually get to like 30 hours into that game, and then I just give up. Oh, God, the save I'm in right now is probably over 200 hours. I I, I like games like Elder Scrolls. If they, if they ported Morrowind, you would never see me again. If you gave it controls that were just a little bit better than the original Xbox's controls, just so you don't, you know, compensating for not having a mouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, hot, you know, being able to hotkey, maybe being able to, to fast travel. It's, honestly, they should just they should remake and re-release them all as upgraded versions. You know, I have that Because that wouldn't take thousands and thousands of hours to do. Right. I have that game. I have it on the original Xbox, which is, um, what's the word when things are really not good? terrible yes the see the i original, you're talking about morrowind right yeah the original xbox version is terrible uh that was the first version i played and although it did make me fall in love with the pc version even harder yeah i think playing that one first and learning to struggle with its nuances was really necessary for me to really it's, appreciate the engine. it's nuances like running for two seconds and then having a loading screen the nuance. mm-hmm, yeah, nuances yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how I explored Balmora, let alone, you know, all of Ardenfell, but golly, I must have just, I guess I had more time as a kid. I don't know. Yeah, you probably uh, didn't have a job or a life or trying to get laid. Right. These were all things that weren't an issue for me back yeah. in the day. Uh, I think that game came out when I was in high school. So you would have been, I don't know, in diapers. Uh, no, I wasn't in diapers. I oh. was in pretty sure I was in junior high school. I remember the house I was living in at that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I also remember basically coming home like sprinting just so I could get back into Morrowind. God, those games are great. Yeah, I, I miss those days. I still, you know, I'm still kind of like that though. I go to work, I work for my eight to ten hour shift, and then I come home and just like I just want to play video games. Mm-hmm. So. It's uh my life hasn't really changed that much. So, it's really really nice. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about some stories. Have you played yeah, Dota? Whatever. Uh not lately. I actually don't care for Dota 2, and I know that's a controversial opinion. I hate Dota it. 1 was Dota 1 was great. I spent a lot of time playing Dota 1 and Warcraft 3. What is it? Uh Defense of the Ancients? That's what Correct. it means? Yeah. Yes. I I hate Dota. I really really hate Dota. It's really, really hard and not rewarding very much. So I don't like it. I and, agree with that. But apparently, lots of people do like it. And Valve thinks that so many people like it that they're willing to pay $4 a month to play it. Now, of course, it's still going to be free to play. Uh, Valve is testing the waters with... A $4 monthly subscription to Dota 2, which is priced low enough where any dedicated daily player will probably bother to buy it. It's called Dota Plus and will take over the previous battle pass, providing players with a shared currency as well as new tiers of badges, chat wheel responses, and rewards. 
one controversial aspect of the Plus Assistant, which basically this is using aggregate data to tell players what to do. Actually, this might be good for me. I, I might have to buy this pass if I want to play it again. Right, you'd start up the game and the aggregate AI would be like, just uninstall. <laughs> uninstall the game. Why are you playing this? Give uh, up. <laughs> after a free launch that provided every player with the full roster, which is really cool, Valve has been slowly adding in more and more microtransactions that are mostly cosmetic in nature, though this one may be taking it too far. Basically, what this is is the assistant will guide you in how to play the game better, correct? Yeah, that's what the the, the, the Destructoid article that you pulled up seems to be saying. Yeah, And I have a problem with this just because as a software engineer at a core level, I kind of have very, very, very big issues about using AI for profit for self-improvement. Like specifically in that example, if you're going to be using AI for tutoring or training, uh, make it free. Yeah, and I don't know, like how many people, I, I played League quite a bit, and how many people just go to YouTube and watch like pro players play YouTube, or play YouTube, play League on YouTube, and then they'll go and like apply those strategies to their own game. Well, I, I would be surprised if people decided to pay $4 a month when they could just go to YouTube and figure out what to do. Well, that comes to the next step of the uh, the Dota 2 Plus Assistant, which is the AI goes crazy and then hijacks the YouTube accounts of anyone who makes a tutorial like that and then completely hijacks it so that they need to pay them if they want their video to be out still. You see, I, uh, Dota being a Valve company and Valve, you know, Steam specifically being installed on just about every computer ever, that is a uh, first-hand source. You can cite the Written Entertainment podcast for it. Right. Uh, once they have that software installed, they can just hijack the account. And it's like, hey, you want to help people? We got an AI to do that. Now, if you want to do that and make money off of it, you need to pay us. This is a conspiracy theory at this point. Which, it's not. That's uh, not going to happen. Valve's... Not as that that's a Nintendo thing to do, not a Valve thing to do. The ever watching eye of Nintendo would do that. But you you think Nintendo would hack accounts and you know do nefarious stuff? Because I was just kind of making that stuff up. No, no, I don't think that they would do that, but I do think that uh actually I know that Nintendo will go and like, oh, you used the first the eight bit Super Mario Brothers theme. We want all of your money. Mm -hmm. Uh and I don't think Valve's that bad. So, and even, so, uh, Gerard Khalil, the completionist, will actually get review copies from Nintendo and then review the game, and they have went and done a copyright claim on his account. I think, uh, I think I remember Nick Lotus telling me about that one time. Yeah. I don't really watch too many YouTubers. I and just because honestly you're a YouTuber and some of my other friends like to do stuff on YouTube, I think I understand most of it from that. You really can't use anything regardless of if you have permission or not, because some uh, I, I don't want to call it an AI, it's more like a sniffer bot. It's gonna yeah. find those eight seconds or ten seconds of eight bit music or whatever it is that you're using. They're not gonna really look at it, they're just gonna flag it. And that yeah. happens millions of times a day. What, do you want some intern going over millions of these videos? That's just their life? Yes. Can't make that a job. There's actually, so I was talking, I work with somebody currently that he used to work at Pixar. And he actually worked on The Incredibles and Brave. 
So, you know, he's a pretty good mm-hmm. animator. And he was talking about how there's somebody who's their full-time job. There's two people. Their full-time jobs are watching the first 10 seconds of demo reels. And then if their first 10 seconds doesn't impress them, they throw away the application. Wow. That's, and that's, uh, and that's, that's iconic. Yeah, and that's their entire job because they at Pixar get like over 3,000 applications a month or something like that. A minute. He meant to say a minute. It's crazy. It could be a minute. Yeah. I don't know. I probably I probably forgot the number, but they get a lot of applications. So they have to watch the first 10 seconds. If it's not good, they throw it away. So if you have a flat, uh, like a really flashy, like start screen or something like that like where your like name drops in cut that out just get to the good stuff a little bit of tips from the read entertainment podcast well what if if your name is the flashy thing the flashy thing yes exactly (laughs) no that you know what never mind let's go on to the next story this bit is dry it is it is our next story is that actually uh it's still dry and uh it's power outage at samsung factory which isn't good. No, you'd think somebody like Samsung would be able to be on top of that. Like maybe you know, I heard the generators. other day. Yeah, generators would be a good idea. I heard the other day that there was some uh, some grid issues in the United States. I'm not sure if that was fake news or not, though. It's the Russians. It's the Russians it's blaming the Russians. on Putin. Yeah, as if uh, incredibly high graphics cards and DRAM prices weren't bad enough, because as you know. We've spoken about it on the podcast. Not only are graphics cards twice as much as they should be, but also uh, DDR4 and DDR3 RAM is twice as expensive as it should be. Now they're going to make SSD prices go higher because this Samsung outage, the power outage, affected 3.5% of all uh, NAND stock or NAND stock. Uh, power outage at Samsung Electronics uh, Nandy flash plant at that place last week was reportedly affected by the world supply of these chips. News outlets uh, in South Korea, along with the Digi Times, report that the blackout lasted 30 minutes when it occurred on March 9th. During this time, up to 60,000 wafers were damaged, which equates to 11% of Samsung's overall Nandy flash output for the month. God damn. Yeah. Uh, as Samsung's fabrication plant is responsible for so much of the world's flash production, the number of damaged wafers in the incident accounts to 3.5% of the global supply for March. So, yeah. Think there's going to be a price bump for yeah. uh, to, to make up for that? I don't think, I think it's going to be as sense. as I don't think it's going to be as big as the graphics cards or the um uh the flat the RAM issues. But I do think it's going to be a little bit, like maybe a 10% bump. Hopefully not, but maybe a 10% bump in prices uh, for a little while until they catch back up. What's your thoughts of this? Are you going to build a new computer soon? No, I have no money for such sort of a thing. But sucks to suck if you are, I guess, because it's probably going to be a little bit more pricier. Yeah, I've been thinking about building a new computer because I need a new processor. Uh, I need at least 32 gigs of RAM, preferably 64 gigs. Honestly, having whatever it is that I have is pretty nice. You have 32. I do have 32. Because you want it to be better than me. It only has a little bit to do with that. Yeah, I also specifically didn't want to upgrade for a while. 
Yeah. So I basically found the best thing that my CPU could handle. Yeah, and 32 is good. Uh, usually it's in the motherboard that's the issue, not the CPU. Right. My motherboard is pretty old. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. So at are the you? End, are, what What are you thinking? What are you What are you gonna upgrade for? Just so uh, you could be on top of your specs? No, I'm not gonna upgrade because I'm poor. And right, I'm going but, to be even more poor soon enough. Right, but I'm assuming that once you leave and take half of the office electronics with you, you'll be able to scrap those and get money for a new computer. I'm not we going all to know do how that. this work whenever I'm... Nathan Reeton Spruth leaves a job opening. No. He steals everything. No, bad. Then, no, you shut up. And, and then he also uh, hits the boss's car with his car on the way out. He no. always does this. That's I, a Nathan every time. Every time. It's, it's a trend, really. Don't, yeah, uh, no, I am leaving gracefully, thank you very much. Anyway, the end of March, we'll see Samsung begin expansion uh, of his factory in northwest China. I'm not even trying to pronounce the names. Pyeongchang? Uh, uh, yeah, that one. Uh, in 2017, the company said it plans to invest $7 billion over the next three years to expand the production of the this plant, which currently outputs 120,000 wafers per month. Uh, once the initial expansion is complete, monthly com- capacity will have increased to 200,000. So once they are done, they're going to increase it by not double, but about 80%. Are you? I'm hoping that prices then will go down because they'll have so many being made. See, that doesn't sound like capitalism. I think the prices will go up for any reason and they'll stay up when they should go down. That's. I mean, that is true. That is kind of what happens, especially if you have uh, companies working together with uh, anti-competitive things, keeping prices high. Pissing me off. Yeah. All right, let's talk. I got two things here. We got two stories to do with the law. First one is the one that you brought up. So will you go into it a little bit? Yeah, if we want to talk about this right now, I will open up the article. Because, yeah. once again, I closed them for some reason earlier. Because you're not the smartest uh, tool in the shed? Uh, something like that. While this is loading, I'm going to try to just spin it off of my memory. Basically, what happened was there was a guy in Austin, Texas, driving around in his Chevy Volt with his it's an electronic car. Uh, somebody came up to him and was like, hey, get out of the car. And the guy was like, no, rolled up the window. Uh, the, the, the perpetrator, the, the thief then smashed the window and the guy driving was like, right, it's not worth dying over. I will now get out of my car. You may get in. Uh, next part, I don't really know exactly what happened. I think just because it's a vault, like it needs the key fob to start. So when he took that with him, getting out of the car, the car then could not start. Uh, that was the reason I wanted to bring it up with this podcast that talks about technology specifically is we've now reached a point in time where old school thieves can't effectively steal vehicles because they don't know how to drive them they don't know how to hijack them and keep whatever that sensor that keeps the engine running from yeah kicking off so you so i have a uh i have a prius i think i mentioned that before i thought and it got crushed by a car it got crushed by a semi and then it got fixed ah good yeah. good i'm glad you weren't hurt i guess yeah, it was only 60 no i'm sorry six thousand dollars worth of damage that's so, more money than I have in my account right now, but go on. Yeah, mine too. Way more. Uh, thankfully, the insurance company paid for it. But anyway, going back to the story, they I got hit by the semi, blah, blah, blah. But if somebody goes into my car and turns it on and doesn't know about Priuses, the car doesn't start up like a normal car, like a gasoline car. 
it starts up like an electric car. So it doesn't make any noise. And it confuses the hell out of people the first time they go to drive the car. Because they'll be like, oh, is it on? And they'll press the button again and turn it off. I mean, I've been a passenger in the before. And I will say, if you're not used to it, it is really eerie not hearing the engine. Like, I, I guess just as someone who has severe tinnitus, not having something to cover that up immediately makes me go like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, so I kind of understand that this guy apparently it didn't understand that either the car was on because there was no noise. Or he wasn't able to keep it turned on uh, because of the key fob leaving. But usually, at least with my Prius, when the key fob leaves the car, the car will stay on. Mm. So, uh, from from the article, the guy specifically is quoted as saying that his vehicle cannot be driven like a normal vehicle and takes some getting used to. I don't know. I just kind of assumed that meant like he took the key or something like that, but I'm not positive. They don't go into detail with exactly why he couldn't drive the car. But well, then it, the story gets better. It does get better, but let me go. Let me talk oh, yeah, about go, that. Not go able ahead to, and do your boring thing, and then I'll yeah. say the cool thing. So at least with, with my car, and it's probably similar to that, is that in order to turn on my car, you have to press and hold the brake and then press the power button. And maybe that's it. He couldn't figure out how to turn the car on. That's that's the only thing I, I can gather. But uh, go back into your, I don't know, little thing to do with the more interesting part of the story. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the story. And I'm glad, I don't know, that you do safety when you're starting your car. Good introduction. Uh, the best part of the story by far is that a nearby witness saw this going on. So he grabbed a machete and ran over to help the victim. This guy, I guess, just had a machete handy and was like, hey, that guy's getting robbed. I'm going to go deal with that. The witness said that as soon as Patrick saw uh, the Patrick being the, the dude who went to go steal this vehicle, we should say his whole name. It was, golly, I wish I had this more handy. Tom Clemp Lane. No, that's, uh, that's the name of the street. Just says Patrick. Wow, how boring. Uh, the the guy Patrick saw the machete and was like Corey right. Allen Patrick. Thank you, Nathan. That was, You're welcome. That was nice of you. Yeah. Corey Allen Patrick saw the man approaching with the machete and was like, "Right, I'm going to leave." Uh, police later picked up Patrick some nearby grass and arrested him. Uh, he's being held in the Williamson County Jail on Tuesday with his bail set at twenty thousand dollars. Okay, Mr. Patrick here. Uh, he goes to steal a car. Somebody says, hey, that guy's stealing a car. I'm going to go deal with it and approached him with a machete. That's the real that's the real gift inside of this. They should have put this. They should have put this in the headline, but it was a nice little present to find inside. If somebody down the street is like, help, help, my car is being stolen. I'm, I, I like this guy's impulse to be like, I'm on the job, but let me grab my bushwhacker first. So I uh, wh- wh- where did this take place? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. I am shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that the guy didn't bring a gun out. I mean, that's a good thing. Austin is is this little, like, hippie mecca that has to deal with being surrounded by Texas all the time. It's good that no one had a gun, but of all places where that's going to happen, it's probably going to be Austin. Our good friend Darth Giblet works there. I'm sorry, lives there. Yeah, Darth. uh, That's Rick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't talked to that guy in a while. He got married. 
I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, he got married. So uh, him and his girlfriend of 11 years broke up, and then he got together with some Asian girl. I think. Oh, maybe I... I, I think I heard the before part of that story. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, I guess that's a happy ending. Yeah, it's a good ending, apparently. But anyway, uh, going back to the story, I'm, because it took place in Austin, Texas, which is Texas, which uh, I think that when you move to Texas, they just hand you an AR-15. Uh, yeah. I, I like to think that the way that it works is like if you're going to fly over Texas before you can land, you legally need to holster a forty-four Magnum onto your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Yosemite Sam is actually the governor there. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, he's 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 also every mayor. <laughs> he's every mayor. Yes, he's every mayor. Not just in Texas. That's the incredible thing. Yeah, just everywhere. It's Yosemite Sam. So this is a weird podcast. It really is. So anyway, we go from that that story where somebody gets you know his car robbed. The the guy can't get it to work, and so another neighbor comes with a machete and scares that guy away. We go to that, from that, to a guy who plays PUBG a lot. About 12 to 13 hours a day in PUBG. So that's a lot of time for a really bad game. Don't you agree? Connor? I do. I'm also eating while you talk about this story. Great. Great. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hate you, by the way. And the, so mm, basically so what happened is that in Washington, Camus, Washington, the guy self-described Ethlete, really? Really? Uh, yeah, this guy's real mature. Yeah, played a lot of Battlegrounds. Who recently, He recently survived an attack. He was attacked while he was asleep. Um, His girlfriend came at him with a sword, and at least two other knives. After waking up and realizing what's going on, Lavelle remarked, I saw the look in her eyes. It scared the living poop out of me. Apparently, he cannot say the word shit. Uh, Despite almost losing three fingers and suffering from multiple lashes, uh, he credits his martial arts background as the reason he managed to endure the attack. So I want you to remember that. He's crediting his martial arts background for why he survived. Yeah, the and more I read the story, the more I kind of want to attack him with a, a katana. Yeah. So he says, I've been preparing my whole life for this. Uh, I was able to wing chung my way to survival. I was so uh, so proud of beating this samurai wannabe crazy later with hate in her heart. Um, and then we go on. Apparently, the attack was inflicted by his girlfriend, Emily, who had been frustrated by his frequent and prolonged gaming sessions. But things didn't really escalate until, according to a police interview, she discovered the Tinder dating app installed on his phone, along with mysterious red hair and the couple's shower, shower drain. Uh, uh, apparently, his hair was dyed green. Or, I'm sorry, Emily's hair was dyed green. So... Apparently, there was somebody, some redhead at his house, possibly, that had uh, he had fooled around with. But they don't go into the story whether that's true or not. So, uh, this prompted her to go to the mall and buy a samurai sword, along with two other knives, which she tapes to the side of her bed before allegedly ambushing him in the wee hours of March 3rd. So, they had gone to bed together. 
she stayed up and then decided to cut him. Yeah, it sounds definitely a little premeditated. Yeah. Then only after fearing he was dead, she called the police and emergency personnel and police rushed to the scene to find walls splattered with blood and Lavelle curled up in a ball, according to the police report. So let's go back to the, 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 that other, earlier, earlier sentence that he said. said, I was so proud of for beating the samurai wannabe crazy later with hate in her heart. To this... Which it said, seems Lavelle still has mixed feelings about his former yeah. girlfriend, though. No, as no, he is curled no, no, up no, no, into no, no, him. no, 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 shush, shush. It says, wall splattered with blood and him curled up into a ball. So, he did not beat her. Like he's trying to claim. He got his ass beat, and then she, she decided to stop attacking him and call the police. See, you yelled at me. I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you you interrupted me. Okay, a little bit. You stop interrupting me. Um, <laughs> so, what were you saying? The the conflicted feelings. Uh, it's just I, I, this guy obviously gets his ass kicked by this lady, but he also brought fists to a knife fight. Like, I'm not sure exactly how everything went down, and I'd be really interested in hearing the former girlfriend side of the story. But in the video that they did, uh, they, they posted a video in the article that is the 911 call. It kind of sounds like she's the reason that he's alive. Yeah. You know, maybe that's not because, you know, she didn't proceed to go full on Conan with her swords and knives. Or if that's something else, I don't know. Maybe there was an altercation with fists that stopped. But I feel like maybe the person, black belt or not, doesn't win this part of the fight. Yeah, I'm thinking that he lost pretty badly. He got his ass beat by his girlfriend, which is fine. I mean, I just wonder if they're going to get back together because that would be hilarious. Like, didn't she like stab you with a sword? He's like, yeah, but she's really good in bed. (laughs) Well, just to get on with what you're trying to get me to do. The article is quoted as saying, however, even after all this, after the violence, the assault with three knives, Lovell still has mixed feelings about his presumably former girlfriend who pleaded not guilty to first-degree attempted murder card charges this week. She called the authorities and saved my life. I hope that counts for something, is what he told the Oregon Live before being added to things that are a bit complicated. Regardless, I assume she needs some serious help. Yes, she is probably a wee bit crazy. Um, oh, and then, Okay, both parts of this are bad, though. Well, I don't yeah. want a victim blame by any means like that, but it just sounds like this is a failed relationship. It, yeah, this sounds like they should have had a talk. Um, and and the last the last line is, again, hilarious. It says, The feeling I had when I won the fight with my bare hands is just absolutely the best feeling. I played all the sports, won big games, landed some decent tricks on my snowboard. This was better. Let's go back to that previous statement. Where it says, wall splattered with blood and Lavelle curled up in a ball. Yeah, this is like if Donald Trump got attacked with a knife. The feeling I had when I won the fight with my bare hands is just absolutely the best feeling. Played all the sports, won big games, landed some decent tricks on my snowboard. This was better. (laughs) I want to see Donald Trump snowboarding. Mainly because I know it would be a disaster. So we met with the people 
where they make the snow in the south. Beautiful people, brilliant people, wonderful people. They make the nicest snow. They said, Don, we're going to get you hooked up. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, let's, let's stop. Let's move on to the final story. Let's move on. Let's talk about one last thing. Have you ever watched Black Mirror? I have watched Black Mirror. Big fan of that show. There's an episode in that in that show where everything is based on social credit, kind of. So I have an Season interaction. Season three, with... episode one. It yes. is terrible. It's not very good, but uh, it, I actually kind of liked it just because of how like crazy the girl gets. But it yeah. It goes it goes along, and I'm gonna spoil it. So if you if you care about spoilers, I don't care. So basically, like you go and you buy coffee, and you rate the person who gave you coffee. So you rate them, you know, high. Like you gave, give them yes or no on whether you liked their service. And the higher your social ranking, the more perks you get. Like certain jobs won't hire you if your social ranking isn't above a certain percentage. Just aggravating, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole ep- the whole episode goes where this girl's just constantly getting shit on uh, because her social ranking isn't high enough, and so she's trying to get uh, to get her social ranking higher, and it just it devolves. Apparently, China saw that episode, and they thought that would be a great idea. What so could that- possibly go wrong? So they have a uh, they have a forever president now. So yeah, they, they voted uh, somebody Xi in. Xi Jinping. Until he dies, he will always be president. And they are implementing a social credit system, and it's not going to be fully implemented until 2020. But we're already seeing small facets of it being put into place. In May, people have committed acts of serious dishonor will reportedly be unable to travel on trains or flights for up to a year. That is not very good. No. I don't think. Uh, Uh, Mostly because I feel like there's probably going to be a lot of instances where this gets abused. Right. So, readers first reported the policy announced in two notices posted in China's National Development and Reform Commission's website. The social credit system is designed to uh, place various hardships on citizens who've committed one of a variety of violations like spreading false information about terrorism or refusing to pay a debt. The latest penalty will include temporary bans on travel via airplane or travel for people who are accused of infractions like using expired tickets or failing to pay a social in uh, pay social insurance, which I have no idea what that is. I, I'm assuming that's going to be the money it's going to take to enforce this silly plan. Right. Uh, according to Marketplace, the system has already been used to deny loans to discredited members of society. The program was first formulated in 2013, and the list had grown to include 9.59 million people by the summer of 2016. Travel restrictions have been selectively imposed on debtors in the past, but the new policies are expanding the infractions that will get citizens blacklisted. So, the idea that I have is that because we have a forever president, I would imagine that this would also be used to restrict people who oppose him. Oh yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. I the even just taking a step back from that, I worry that there's probably a big a, a, a massive separation between the people who don't pay a fine and the people who can't pay a fine. Right, right. 
So what there we're are... going to see is a lot of people who are, you know, just trying to make the bottom scrape of the barrel through suddenly can't make it anymore. Yeah, so this is a bad idea because it it can really hurt people because not only let's say cuz you take the train to work, right? Mhm. Uh I don't the train system in the western part of the United States, it's um what's the shitty. It's really yeah. really shitty. As and, is the the Chicago situation. CTA sucks and Metro is awful. No, no, no. They're better than what we have here. Well, I wasn't uh, trying to say one was better than the other. Yeah, I just right. wanted to say publicly that the Reed and Entertainment condemns Metro. <laughs> we do. We condemn them. Uh, pretty soon they're going to be the number one transportation method, and they'll be like, anybody who's associated with the Reed and Entertainment podcast is blacklisted. Oh, no. We're dishonored. Oh, that's the worst timeline. Yes. So, anyway, what was I getting on? Oh, the train system here sucks, but you take the train. Let's say that you, you you're uh you're poor you can't pay student loans because you're poor and you have uh a few three hundred four hundred thousand dollars in student loans right uh, like that, that sounds like except for the amount that you quoted that sounds like most people i know yes yeah yeah and let's say you can't pay because of some reason because you can't it, it just it doesn't happen that you have the money and so you I, don't pay that I, th- What happens is I'm driving and I'm going six miles over the speed limit instead of like five, which I normally do. Yeah. So I get shot by like 20 police officers, real RoboCop style. Yeah. And then I have to pay the medical bills, which means I can't pay my student loans. Okay, go on. Okay. So, so you have a huge medical bills. You can't pay your student loans. And then they say, well, you can't take the train. So then you can't go to work. So you can't pay your bills. So then you get even more restrictions and you can't take trains or planes even longer. And it just keeps devolving to where you just can't pay your bills because you can't get it to work. Yeah, it seems like exactly the system that's already in place with a lot of, well, I mean, it's mostly targeted with like automotive wise, but this is already something that happens, making it a formalized and, you know, governmently enforced policy isn't going to do anything to change that it's going to make it worse right and they actually did that um i know somebody who he has uh at last count that i i knew of was six or eight kids that's too many uh yes one one is too many one is too many six or eight children and uh he wasn't paying child support and so he got his license taken away, which, I mean, he's he's a, a big old douchebag, so I don't really care for him. But I will say that taking his license away, making it so that he couldn't get to his job, seems to be, to me, a little bit of a bad move because then it just keeps devolving where he just keeps not paying and then he gets more restrictions and then he gets thrown in jail and then he can't pay his bills. It's it's awful. Yeah, the system's designed with this in mind. You become a prisoner, you become slave labor, it's all nice yeah. and convenient. So, what what's your thoughts on this? Do you think it's a bad move for China or do you think they should inflict stronger limitations? Like maybe you can't rent a house. Yeah, I think that if uh, I think that if you ever say anything bad about the government, you shouldn't be able to get food anymore. 
go to the supermarket and you say, hey, hey, communism sucks. Give me a sandwich. And they say, can't do it, man. You shouldn't have said that. And then you starve to death, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so obviously it's awful. I'm hoping that the there's a revolt. I Actually, I don't hope there's a revolt. That'd be terrible. Lots of people would die. But Yeah, that'd be... That'd be terrible. Reeton never would condone something like that. Nope, it would be it would be bad. But I do hope that um, the forever president becomes not a forever president, and they start getting more and more um, freedoms that that some people have. Some people, not in the United States, we don't have anything, but some people have freedoms. Uh, I'm not sure where, like Canada, they they're free, right? Uh, in comparison, yeah. Okay. So l- let's make China more like Canada. Make China Canada again. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, that's our podcast. Uh, if you have any any comments, uh, there is a comment section down below on my website if you're at Uh If you are on iTunes or something like that, you can also comment. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, you can comment there any of those places i'll get the comments and i will reply to them because i don't have much of a life and uh my youtube is youtube.com forward slash reaton or reaton entertainment you can find me on mixer at mixer.com forward slash reaton you can find my website at reatonentertainment.com you can find uh the itunes if you go to itunes or just use podcast addict on your uh or something like that on your android phone you can find me under reaton podcast Press the follow button, and the every Sunday you'll see a new episode. You can download it and listen to it, and then comment on either one of those things. I will get those comments. Uh, where can we find you, Connor, the cyberpunk nemesis, 0320, uh, gay boy, Besh? What? What? Oh, he left. He left. All right, I will tell you where you can find Connor nemesis, Besh. You can find Connor at cyberpunk underscore monk on twitter and uh yeah so i already told him where you're where you're from i knew you were gonna come back yeah i i, I was just overreacted yeah that was uh, a little mean twitter twitter.com forward slash uh cyberpunk underscore monk right yes with an cool. apology signed an, by nathan yes i uh signed apology i'm sorry that i called you nemesis three two zero three two zero yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's that's the one that you got really triggered about. me. I know because you you changed your name. I did. Uh, I thought it was time for an update. Yeah, you changed my, your name. My, my junior high school moniker just wasn't cutting it anymore. <laughs> yes, you have evolved. You have changed. You have trend. You have made the transition into cyberpunk monk, and you get upset when people call you the wrong uh, noun. I get triggered specifically. You get triggered. Yes. All right. I thank get you. Get your for verbs being... correct, man. Don't I... just assume. I thank you for being here, Connor. Hey, do you want to hear a really funny headline that I think is fake? Sure. Alabama man proposes that we should not arm teachers because most of them are women. Uh, sadly, I think that's real. I hope it's fake. I don't know. I don't know what's real anymore. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Reaton Entertainment Podcast. I hope you get your news from a much better news source than us. It's yeah, probably probably the worst. Uh actually, we are not the worst because Alex Jones still exists.
Yeah, I guess there's still Fox News out there too. Yeah, so I mean, we're at who, least. Who else could we like say bad things about and then post it as a news thing? Uh, I don't know. Reuters? Are we better than Reuters? Uh, I don't think we're better than Reuters or Associated uh, Press. Um, who NBR. are we better? Uh, the Young Turks. <laughs> Tyt, yeah. I um, I kind of like them. Like I I tend to agree with them, and but then they go on I, like, I like super long rants, and I'm like, come on, man. I, I like how passionately angry they get in some of their videos. Like, I feel like watching them, I should be angry because they're angry. Yeah. And then I stop and I'm like, well, maybe I'm not as angry as they are. About I like, um, uh, I like Secular Talk, who is associated with the Young Turks, but I still like him. I think he's he's really good. I actually only get all of my news from uh, the last podcast on the left. Uh, I, mean, I have no what, idea what, what that more, is. What more is relevant? Then oh, news about oh, serial I know, killers. I know what's I know what's worse. Than Bla- us? Blaze TV. Blaze what is Blaze TV? That is, sounds is, like Isn't it's... that the isn't that the one ran by um uh not Newt Gingrich? If you don't um, say Snoop Dogg, I'm gonna be very disappointed. It's, it's not Snoop Dogg. It's uh it's that guy, Glenn Beck. Glenn it's, we might be better than Glenn Beck, yeah. I, I, I wanna say we're better than Glenn Glenn Beck or uh Tommy Lauren. Uh, oh, Tommy! Yeah, oh, we're definitely is, better than Tommy Lauren. She is so pretty, though, but so stupid. But she's not, though. She I, is. I wouldn't even see. I wouldn't even say she's attractive. Oh, is it because of her personality? It's mostly her personality. Her personality is awful, but it's like um, I was watching. If this, her personality had a face, I would have punch you ever, it. You've seen that '70s show, right? Uh, a little bit. It wasn't like something I watched a lot, but if it was on, I'd. Wa- I didn't really watch TV though. But go on. So I was uh I was watching that years upon years ago, and there's like a, a scene where one of the guys is thinking about dating one of the girls played by Mila Kunis, and uh, they're like, oh, man, she's just so annoying. Like she's the worst. How could you possibly be attracted to her? And he's like, do what I do. Imagine her on a beach in a bikini. And then he does that, and she's still talking. And he's like, now, imagine her muted. <laughs> and that's how that's I think terrible. of Tommy Lauren. Yeah. I, uh, that's that's like how I'd like to think about her, but, <laughs> but I, then, I'd just rather not waste my time thinking about shitty people. Like, that's true. Maybe if you ignore them, they'll just go away. Uh, I wish. I would, but the other people, other people watch them. That's why we have the Kardashians. I don't give a fuck about them either. Me neither. Anyway, thank you for being here. I will talk to you maybe That's right. Next we're week. doing a podcast. We're not just shitting on people. That's we See, we just kind of do that in private sometimes. We're like, hey, Nathan, man, I don't know. I can't think of a good example off hey, remember, my head. Remember that Paula one time, Dean. Remember that one time my ex-girlfriend tweeted that she... <laughs> but about uh, sucking my dick? No, I don't remember that happening. That was you. That was you. You said that before the podcast. Right. Why would I ever bring that up, though? You bring it up all the time because it's hilarious. You bring it up all the time. You brought it up today. No, that was you who brought it up No, that was you. I'm not even joking right now. That was literally you. No, it was you. What you said was, do you remember that time when... I hope you just like do the closing credits right now, but... Goodbye. Goodbye, Connor. We'll, We'll finish this discussion in private. Goodbye.